What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Everything Extraordinary podcast. I'm your host, Corbin Downen. Uh, this is the second episode of the Everything Extraordinary podcast, and I got some topics I want to talk about. Um, most importantly, I want to talk about the mass shootings happening in America recently, and we'll get into that in just a few, but I also want to talk about the XXX Tentacion documentary. I also want to talk about the benefits of working out and staying healthy. But most importantly, I want to talk about the mass shootings that have been happening recently. Um, Everyone's in a scramble right now because every time something happens like this, Everyone just starts blaming politics and laws and whatever. But I think most importantly, we just need to come together and we just need to create a solution, right? Um, The thing I realize is that if someone wants to go shoot up a place, they're going to find a way to shoot up a place. The thing we need to figure out is how to limit this the severity of these mass shootings and for me i feel like security will help a lot if you put security in a school someone that wants to shoot up a school when they when they go up to a school and they see that there's no guards there there's no security or police there it makes it so much easier for them to do what they want okay they have no one stopping them When these people, they go into schools, they go into libraries, hotels, events, and there's no one there to stop them, then fuck yeah, shit's gonna go down. Fuck yeah, people are going to die. If they're in the middle of shooting people, they need to die. There's no, none of that. They need to die. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. I mean, I I hope everyone that's listening to this would agree with me. Because I'm tired of seeing school shootings happen. I'm tired of seeing shootings happen in general. But I'm talking about mass shootings right now. Like at the uh, Uvalde, Texas shooting that just happened a couple days ago. I think it said there was 19 people that died. And I think 17 or 18 of those were kids. Helpless, defensiveless kids. Now, if... You would have had a security guard there or two or three or four, however many. That motherfucker would have had no chance. Right? Or very little chance, I could say. And and that's what we need to figure out is how do we we, we, we can't okay, banning guns is not gonna is not gonna work. And let me tell you why. If you ban guns, right? The people that find a way to get a gun illegally and are looking to do harm will do harm against more defensiveless people. Those people cannot defend themselves. If you give me a gun right now, I feel 10 times more safe because I know that I can defend myself and stop a threat from happening. Most, nine times out of 10, someone won't take the chance of shooting up a place if they know that there's guns, you know, to stop them. It just annoys me when people think that banning guns is going to work because it's not going to work. It might actually make it worse. It, It probably will make it worse because then you have, then you take away 
guns from people that actually follow the law and respect guns and know how to use them and aren't looking to kill people with them, right? They're looking to use it for self-defense when they need to because there's always going to be bad people on this earth. I'm sorry to tell you it, but there's always going to be shooters. There's always going to be killers. There's always going to be people that stab people, rob people, rape people, assault people, molest people. It just happens, right? So let's think logically for a second, please. Like, you can't just stop it completely, okay? Now, now, okay, to, to, to prevent it from your own kid happening, teach them the right ways. Teach them right from wrong, okay? That happens within the household, but not every household is the same, and not every household is going to be the same. There's always going to be kids, even if they are raised great, once we come to the realization that these people are going to find a way to do these things no matter what, now we need to figure out how to stop them before they go very far with what they're doing, okay? Because it's so easy to go into a school, to, first of all, to get in the school, to get near the school. It's so easy to just even get near the school, right? So, how do we make it so it's not easy anymore? Because anyone can just walk up on a school and start shooting. They can, all, all this glass, I notice how schools are built, and the school I went to, there's so much glass, there's so much opening, and you can see a lot of stuff, right? So, it's so easy for a shooter to walk up upon the school, shoot the glass, climb into the building, start shooting people, and then you're like, oh, well, let's call the police. Okay, it's probably going to be another two to three, five, ten minutes until they actually get there, and then they have to start planning what the fuck they're going to do then, right? Because obviously they don't want to die either, but at the same time, it's like the, the longer that shooter is still alive and the longer those kids are in that school, the more likely more people are going to die. And we just had another shooting happen in a supermarket, I think it was, in Buffalo, New York. And that was just... I watched the video of that, and if you watched the video of it, it was just fucking... It was insane. Like, this motherfucker just got out the car, hopped out the car, shot, like, two or three people, walked in the store and just started shooting shooting black people, right? Because that's who he was targeting, okay? Everyone knows it was a target. It was a targeted attack towards black people he in the video he apologized to the white person that he aimed his gun at right this motherfucker is a sick human being it really fucking sucks that there's racism still in this country you know and i really try to push you know people to open their minds up more because everyone's human everyone makes mistakes and I think we just need to, you know, I'm not saying love everyone because, you know, there's going to be people that take advantage of that love. But at the same time, you know, don't judge everyone. But to get back to my point, um, in Buffalo, there was a shooting, you know, and it's just, it's, it's just so fucking sad because, you know, you wake up and then you go on Twitter or you go on Instagram, you know, you see the news and you see that, you know, 10 people died, 15, all these people are fucking dying, 
You know, put a gun in, put a, put a, put a good guy with a gun in that situation, and that motherfucker is probably not going to last long. Okay? You know, at least make it harder for these people. It's so fucking easy. My point is, it's so easy for these people to get guns and, and, and have the accessibility to shoot people. We need to make it harder for these people to shoot people. I say, this is my proposal. In every school in America, okay, let's just start with America, because that's, that's where it's happening. In America, every school, I don't know how many schools there are, you know, there's probably, you know, hundreds of thousands, millions, I don't know, however many schools there are, every school should have at least two security guards, armed security guards, give them, you know, a gun, I don't care which gun, AR-15, fucking pistol, whatever, give them something, so when a threat is upon them, they can end that threat immediately. So that that person can't even get past them. They need to be the barrier. Okay? At a lot of schools, there is no barrier. It's so easy for them to just shoot the windows, hop inside, or even open up the doors. A lot of these places don't even have doors that are locked. You know, but even if the doors that are locked, they'll find a way to get in. They'll find some way to get in. Because a lot of schools have a lot of windows around them. They can easily shoot the windows, break the glass, hop in, and and start doing damage. You know, banning guns, like I said. Like I said, banning guns is not going to do shit. Gun laws, whatever. There's so many, there's there's more guns than people in America. It's so easy for people to obtain a gun. And they can do as they please after that. You know, all it takes is one instance. It's so easy, you know, all these public places and not even, and not even just schools, you know, I, I would hope that every like government building in that town, public government building in that town with lots of people go to like libraries or schools or fucking, I don't know, you know, just government places. I feel like that should be a thing. When a shooting happens in America, we instantly go against each other. And that's not going to fix shit. We need to come together and like really start coming up with solutions. You know, I, I think people got their heads up their asses when they think that there's there's going to be something that's fully going to even that's fully going to even stop shootings completely because you can't stop shootings completely you can't stop mass shootings completely there's going to be people that find ways to get guns and harm people that's what people need to understand fuck it's not hard to understand i mean it's so easy it's so fucking easy stop making it easy america stop making it easy for these fucking killers to go to schools and go to libraries and go to you know churches and places of worship and fucking killing people innocent defenseless people it's fucking sickening at the end of the day i respect everyone's opinion i i I realize people are freaking out you know they want answers you know they're tired of giving prayers and i'm tired of seeing it i'm tired of seeing shootings happen all the fucking time 
you know, obviously I want peace and love, but at the same time, it's like we're fighting a war on, on these mass shootings and we need to win the war. In the war, you need to counter these shooters and to counter these shooters, you you have to have something. You know, you can't just talk them out of it. You can't talk... It's hard to talk someone out of shooting up a school when they already got the gun and they're already at the school bloodthirsty. You just got to end them. End the threat. So they don't kill more people. I would love to know what you guys think, though. Message me on Instagram at Everything Extraordinary or even my personal at STL Corbin. Um, or even the podcast account at everything extraordinary podcast, whatever, whatever floats your boat, it's fine with me, but it's a good discussion. I feel like people, I think it's an important, you know, discussion to have, but I think people need to stop being, I think people need to realize the inevitable and what we can fix. Aside from that topic, I did want to talk about the Tentacion documentary. It just came out uh, today slash last night. You know, today, last night, whatever you want to say. I started watching it around 11.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, so I guess yesterday. Um, and, you know, if you know about Tentacion, he's a very controversial artist. You know, he passed away back in 2018, you know, from a shooting. And I think lots of people judge him, obviously, you know, from allegations and, you know, just from what they heard. But I feel like everyone should watch this documentary. I feel like there's very important life lessons to learn. It basically just tells the story of, you know, this young kid that you know, didn't grow up in the best life, you know, looked to crime and, you know, violence to fulfill his needs. And that's what he was into. But as he grew, you know, and right before he passed, he was changing. And I could see that he was changing, you know, from his Instagram stories and his lives and, you know, what he was trying to you know, put out to the world because, you know, right before he died, he he wanted to do charities and, you know, he had the Helping Hand Foundation. You know, he was trying to work with people to, you know, help the youth. And I've been listening to X since probably around 2015 or 2016. And so that was probably towards the beginning, the very beginning of his music career, like professionally. So that was before he blew up. Like I remember watching his periscopes, you know, lots of people don't even know what the fuck a periscope is nowadays, you know, but periscope was like a live streaming platform, like an Instagram live or whatever. Um, but yeah, I remember watching his periscopes and he was just a very interesting character like he had face tattoos his appearance was very unique he had the 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 blonde and black hair face tattoos you know the way he talked his eyes were very black you know and he was very he was a very intimidating looking person and you could hear it in his voice how like real he was speaking 
and some, something just stood out. So I really enjoyed his music and I feel like his life story is even more interesting and more polarizing. Polarizing is the word I use for him because after watching this documentary, it, it gave me a new, it gave me a new look on him. You know, obviously he's had these allegations for domestic violence. Um, he's had a troubled past, you know, and the mistakes he made, he admitted that he made mistakes in his life. I'm I'm just very happy that he started to change towards the end of his life. You know, a lot of people look at him as a hero and a lot of people look at him as a monster. You know, I, obviously, you know, the mistakes he made, you know, shouldn't be forgotten, but I don't think they should overshadow, you know, the the positive things he has done in his life as well. Um, he's helped a lot of, he saved a lot of people and I see it, I see it firsthand. He has a very cult following and back in, I think it was March of last year, I got to actually go visit his gravesite and I went to go visit Riva Motorsports in Pompano Beach, which was actually the place where he got killed. And I just seen like, I seen writings on like a little memorial stone right next to, you know, like feet away from where he got shot. And, you know, it said stuff like, you saved me and, you know, I love you and I miss you and thank you for everything. And that just meant the world to me because this person reached out to millions across the world and impacted so many people's lives just through music, just through his his energy and what he gave out and for him to do that at such a young age he was 20 when he got killed and if you first look at him you know it looks like he's lived fucking 50 years you know from just the way he looks and the way he talks you know he's a he was a very intelligent person he's very open-minded and spiritual I think everyone should just watch the documentary. Um, then, you know, think what you want to think after. To me, he's one of the most polarizing human beings, you know, I've ever seen. So, long live Jasse. Like I said, though, I highly recommend watching the documentary. I think people... If if you're interested in the life of XXXTentacion... Um, this documentary, it shows a lot of things. It's very unbiased. That's what I like. It was unbiased. You know, you can actually see, like, every side of the story. And you can kind of, you know, you can think what you want after that. No matter what side you're on, if you really hate X, or if you really love X, I think everyone should just watch the documentary and then go from there. You know, to take take a moment to kind of take everything in the documentary to kind of sink in, think about it, you know, and then go from there. Because I've been listening to X since 2015 or 2016, and even even after watching this documentary, it gave me a new perspective on him. To get into a more positive subject, I wanted to talk about working out. Um... 
and the benefits of working out and staying healthy and, and eating healthier food and just making better decisions in your life, you know. When I was back in high school, I played baseball and I, I really tried to stay in shape as best as I could. Um, so so that kinda that kind of started me working out. And since then, you know, I've always tried to stay healthy. I've always tried to work out because I really feel like it's such a great benefit because obviously the main thing for a lot of people is getting physically stronger, but it also helps you mentally get stronger. Um, you know, it, it just, it makes you feel healthy. It makes you feel like you can breathe better and if you just feel better, you know what I'm saying? Like, why wouldn't you want to work out? And and that's the thing is like, a lot of people's excuses are, oh, well, I don't got the time to work out. Motherfucker, if you want to get healthier, if you want to feel better, and you know that working out can help you do that, you will put in time to do that. Because you really don't even need that much time to work out. Okay, maybe 30 30 45 minutes to an hour out of out of your day every other day just do that every other day you know it doesn't even you don't even need to go to a gym do some push-ups sit-ups um take a go for a run you know it doesn't cost much you know to just or just stretch what working out is it's essentially stretching okay so if you just at least if you just do some stretches every day you know that helps that's that's a workout. But another thing too is also eating healthier. A big reason why a lot of people feel like shit every day is because of the shit they eat. If you fucking wake up, go to McDonald's and get a fucking cheeseburger or a fucking Egg McMuffin or whatever, hash brown, some gre- some real greasy shit, right? And you drink a pop with it. That does not start your day off well, okay? It gives you, it doesn't give you shit for energy okay because food is energy a lot of people don't realize it but food is energy okay like real food is energy i'm talking about like eggs steak you know proteins carbohydrates real food that actually fills you up and like you know gives you energy now this processed shit that's unhealthy as fuck for you it's not going to give you much energy. You're going to feel you're going to be feeling pretty weak. Um at least in my case, you know, you don't got to quit fast food entirely, but maybe limit it to once every week or every two weeks. I may eat fast food maybe once a week or, you know, every other week. You know, cuz sometimes I mean like tasting wise, the shit just tastes good. Fast food a lot of times it's just Fast food is really just like the easy way out, you know? It gets you to stop feeling hungry for a little bit. Um, you know, it fills you up. It tastes pretty good. It's salty. You know, y- you get a dessert. You get a shake, a milkshake, whatever. And boom, you're 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 good for a little bit. Okay, you know, it's very... It's not very time-consuming. You know, you just buy it. And, and, and a lot of times it's pretty cheap too, you know? So I, I see the... I see the the plus sides of getting I see the plus sides of getting fast food, okay? But 
try to introduce yourself to cooking. Okay, learn how to cook basic shit like chicken, steak, rice, eggs. Learn how to cook some shit. Okay, because one, it's a, it's a very good benefit for you personally. It's something great to learn. Uh, it's a very good habit to get into. It's really fun, too. I love cooking. Now, obviously, cooking can be somewhat time-consuming. Not every day. If you're if you're a pretty busy person, and I feel like I'm a pretty, I feel like I'm a pretty busy person a lot of times. So, but I also try to find time to cook and work out. You know, because that's very important for me. Working out and cooking food that's healthy for me and eating it is worth the time. It's an investment of my time that makes me able to actually you know, do shit like this podcast and have the energy to do shit, you know, so it all comes full circle. There's, there's a lot of great benefits in working out too. Um, now for me with working out, everyone does it differently. I recommend doing it every other day, you know, maybe just start off doing it three times a week, you know, like Monday, Wednesday and Friday or something, you know, and, and just get into the habit of, of getting into it. But you can't have that mentality of just quitting it after a couple of days, you know? Like, like I know, like, there's sometimes I, I really don't want to do it, but I still do it. I force myself to. And eventually, you know, it doesn't take that long. You know, 30, 45 minutes, 30, 45 minutes to an hour. Um, You know, just working out, getting to it by myself, just doing it. After I get done working out, I feel accomplished, you know, and I like accomplishing things. So working out, it's an easy way to feel accomplished. And, and it, uh, there's a lot of beneficial things to it. So I say just give it a try. You know, everyone's life is different. Everyone's time schedule is different. But if you just give yourself 30 to 45 minutes to an hour every other day, getting some lifting in or just stretching, getting some push-ups in, sit-ups, pull-ups, running, go and play some basketball for a little bit, get some active, get your body going, because you don't want to sit there all day, it is very unhealthy for you to sit there every day and not do shit, and, you know, even if you fucking work, it it all just depends how bad you want it, do you want to have a six-pack, if you want it that badly, you will find time to do it. If you want to find time to lose weight, you will find time to do that shit. It will be put into your schedule. It will fit into your schedule somehow. Working out fits into my schedule somehow. It's very important. It's one of my top priorities. I have to get done every other day. I always try to work out every other day. Some days or some days it's just, you know, I, I just can't. I, I don't got the most willpower in the world, but... You know, I I really try to get shit done every other day. I really try to get a workout in every other day. I would say your mentality plays a significantly huge part in working out because with working out, a lot of it is mental. Like, for example, if I work out, I I feel good mentally. I, I know that I worked out. Even if I didn't do the craziest workout, even if I only worked out for fucking 10 minutes, I know I did something. So mentally, I'm like, okay, I accomplished something. Now, if I didn't do anything, then in my head, I'd be like, fuck, you, you, should, probably, you should probably do something, man. You, you know, like, why didn't you do something? What's wrong with you? <laughs> but um, 
with working out a lot of it's mental obviously physically um but mental too man i mean shit if you start working out your mentality is going to get a lot better i promise you and if you really stick to it your mentality is going to get a lot better but and physically too i mean like who 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 doesn't want to be healthy i want to talk about fashion for a minute um there was a couple shows that have happened in this past week or past couple weeks um one was the balenciaga adidas collab which i really loved i find it it's so funny to go on like facebook after like these type of shows happen because people are like what the fuck are they wearing (laughs) when something's different people are scared of it so and uh i mean i love it i love the looks from the I love the looks from that Balenciaga and Adidas collab. I feel like I feel like at first it may seem like a strange fit, but it actually really kind of works together, you know. But yeah, I really like a lot of the looks from the Balenciaga Adidas collab. I really like how it was at the New York Stock Exchange. I feel like that was very different and unique. Um the clothes fit, the vibe of the New York Stock Exchange for some reason, I don't know why, just kind of went together. Another show I wanted to talk about was the Dior and ERL show. Um, obviously, most people know Dior. A lot of people don't know about ERL. Um, I've been knowing about them for a little while. And they have made a lot of, like, these very colorful puffer jackets. I think that's, like, one of the main things that they're known for. But um, they're very unique. Uh, the show looked good. I don't really have too much to say about it. It just, you know, looked good. Looked like a looked like a positive... Looked like a solid show. It looked like a solid show. I think that, that was a collab I didn't expect, but... I really didn't think ERL was that mainstream to be fucking with Dior, but you know, I'm glad I'm glad. So the NBA playoffs are going on. Uh four teams left, Celtics, Heat, Mavericks, Warriors. So far in the series, Boston leads uh 3 to 2 and Golden State leads 3 to 1. Honestly, I'm trying to think. I mean, I, I really like both series. I mean, I think the finals are going to be pretty good this year. It's more than likely going to be Warriors against Celtics, which I feel like Warriors will probably take that. Um, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say I, I want the Heat to go just because, you know, Miami, you know, Florida. <laughs> uh, you know, I really love the Heat. Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero. Uh, Bam Adebayo. I think he's still on the team, right? Yeah. Um, I would like to see the Heat put on a better fight. They got beat. They got beat pretty bad. Yeah, they got beat like by 20 points in game four. Game five, a little bit better. They only got beat by 13 points. But at the same time, you know, you got to win those. Shout out Jason Tatum. You know, he's from... 314 St. Louis. Um I feel like the Warriors I feel like the Warriors are probably gonna take this one. I feel like you know Steph Curry's just such a fucking demon. And and then you also got Clay Thompson and Draymond Green and 
You know, like, they're just a solid basketball team. Jordan Poole. They got Jordan Poole, too. And he's been he's been coming up, too. But, you know, I think Warriors take this one against the Mavericks. I think they take the series. They're probably going to win next game. Um... Celtics against Heat. Now that's a little bit. That's a, that's a that's a trickier series. You know, I, I feel like the Heat could take it all the way into a game seven. Um, mm, the Celtics defense is just really fucking good. Definitely one of the best defenses in the NBA. But you know, I got Celtics against Warriors. I say Warriors win the finals in six against the Celtics. That's what I'm picking. I hope the Heat make it a better series, but, you know. On to the MLB. Regular season going on. Top of the standings, we have... In American League West, we have Houston. They are 29-16. and 16. AL Central, Minnesota Twins, 27-17. New York Yankees, they were the first to 30 wins this year. 31 and 13. They're doing fucking great. In the National League, Dodgers up on top in the West. 29 to 14. That's actually a pretty close. Uh, uh, maybe it's not that close. I don't know how close that is. Uh, I mean, they got Sandy. Okay, San Diego is actually doing pretty good this year. Um, I expected San Francisco to be doing better. Uh, Colorado's not looking too good. They've lost a lot of people, but <laughs> um, yeah, Dodgers up on top of the West, twenty nine to fourteen. NL East, the Mets are doing good, twenty nine seventeen. Um, and in the Central, Brewers up twenty eight to sixteen. And my Cardinals are 24-19, 3.5 games back. Here's the thing with the Cardinals. If you follow the MLB, you know that it is Adam Wainwright's, Yadier Molina's, and Albert Pujols' final season. And they are all playing together. I'm pretty sure it's their final season. Now, they could they could say some bullshit at the end of the season, whatever. I hope they stay longer, but it, I'm pretty sure it's their final seasons. So, it's kind of like the uh it's kind of like the last dance for them. Um but I think I mean fuck, I mean we got some great players though. We got, you know, obviously we got Nolan Arenado, fucking Paul Goldschmidt, he's doing fucking good. Um we got some good pitching with uh, Jordan Hicks. Alex Reyes, I think, just went on the injured list. Um, we just called up Nolan Gorman. That, that was a very good prospect. We got uh, Dylan Carlson. So, I mean, we got like a good young core. Um, we got some of the oldest guys in the MLB on our team too as well, which I think it's great. I think that's good for like, like mentoring and shit. But, you know, obviously, like, the, their performance isn't going to be the best. I think for mentoring-wise and, like, helping these young guys, it's it'll be good for our future. But I don't know. Like, I, I think we give the Central a fight this year. 
You know, I definitely don't see fucking Chicago, Pittsburgh, or Cincinnati fighting us this year just because, I mean, fuck, Chicago's fucking 18 and 25. They're 9.5 games back of first place. They're not looking too hot. Pittsburgh, not looking too hot either. 18 and 25 as well. Cincinnati's just, you know, the worst team in the MLB. They're 13 and 30. Okay. Um... Yeah, they're they're doing fucking horrible. But St. Louis will probably give Milwaukee a fight this year. Um They got a series. They actually got a series this weekend. So yeah, this is gonna be a good series. I think like things are finally starting to settle down. I think like the MLB is getting to that point. Cause in the MLB, we got to play 162 games. So this season can go up and down all at once too, you know. It's definitely not over. The season's definitely not over, you know. We, we're only three and a half games back, you know. Shit can change in just one series. You know, we can be on the top in just one series. So I got hope for the Cardinals, obviously. <laughs> Uh, Milwaukee's looking pretty pretty decent this year. They're looking pretty good. You know, I'd, I definitely don't think... You know, I definitely see... I mean, fuck, like, compared to, like... Like, like yeah, Milwaukee is good, but compared to, like, the Mets, Dodgers, Yankees, uh, Houston's doing good, like... It's gonna be it's gonna be a challenge to win that ring this year, but you know we're gonna see it. I th- I think St. Louis is more of a promising team. I feel like Milwaukee might fall off towards the end of the year. You know, I, they tend to do pretty good during like the start of the regular season, and then they they start to they start to go down more as the season goes on. You know, that, that's what I noticed like throughout the couple years. Correct me if I'm wrong. You know, I can't remember every year, but I'm pretty sure that's how it goes every year. You know. They did win the Central a couple years ago. Or, or did they win the Central last year? Hold on. So the Brewers did win the Central last year. Okay, I, I wasn't really following it that much. But, okay, they won it last year. Cool. Um, I just don't see them. Uh, like, this is what I'm going to say. And, and w- this is why I said all that. The Cardinals are a more promising playoff team, I can say. I feel like they're a more promising playoff team. But yeah, um, now really for the NFL, okay, here's the thing with me, I, I mean, I enjoy mostly all sports, you know, I can enjoy football, baseball, basketball, hockey, um, there's just some sports, I, there, there's a lot of sports, there's some sports I follow more than others, there's some sports I follow more than others, uh, I'm definitely more of a basketball and baseball person than a football and hockey person I used to really love hockey it's just kind of you know it's whatever you know you know my my favorite team were were the Blackhawks so you know if the Blackhawks do good you know deep down inside I'm rooting for him you know but am I you know going to a bunch of games not really (laughs) um I don't know what I just find more Basketball has grown on me a lot more these past couple years. I just see it more as like a just a cooler league. Like there's just more cool shit going on, you know. And I love playing basketball, so it's like easy to relate to. 
You know, me and my friends, they, we love playing basketball. So it's easy to relate to. And the games are some of like the most exciting playoff games you're ever going to see in sports. That's all I really got for sports. Um, I did want to talk about the Twitch streaming. I've been having some problems with the Twitch streaming. Um, every fucking time I try to stream on Twitch, on Apex with my PS4, it starts lagging a lot. Okay, my internet's probably not the best. So I don't know about streaming. Streaming is definitely something I want to do, but if I can't, you know, then it's whatever, you know, it's it's cool, it's whatever, it's fine. I'm definitely going to try to figure things out with streaming, but, you know, if I just can't, then, you know, it's whatever. Also wanted to talk about Everything Extraordinary real quick. Um, we are going to have a drop coming soon. I don't know ex- the exact date, but it's going to be very soon. Probably, I'd say, in the next two to three weeks. Um, definitely within three weeks. I'm just kind of waiting on manufacturers and setting things up. And, you know, I'm just testing shit out. You know, like, even though I've got, you know, the LLC and I've been doing it, you know, things still aren't perfect yet. I'm still learning. So, you know, be patient. Still working on designs. You know, I've gotten a lot more time to do that. And work on this podcast and just and just work on what I want to work on in my life. So I think just taking it day by day is the best way to go about it. And I'm not gonna try to rush into anything. Um I'm really gonna try to just just I'm gonna let things marinate. So it's it's the best outcome whenever I release it. That's all for this episode though. So thank you for tuning in to the Everything Extraordinary Podcast. This was episode two. And I know that at the beginning we were getting into some very serious discussions, but, you know, that's what I love about this podcast is that I can really talk about, you know, whatever comes to my mind. And I hope you enjoy listening. So I'll see you in the next one. Be sure to check all the links in the description. And yeah, have a good day.